Welcome to the Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys, certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. This podcast is for millennial moms who feel overwhelmed. I'm going to help you simplify taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually so you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. So welcome. Welcome back, everyone. And if you are a new listener, thank you so much for joining us today. We are talking about added sugars and what they are, what they do to our health, and ways to easy ways to limit the added sugar. So what are added sugars? There are so many different names for them. It's not just cane sugar. The good thing now is when you look at a nutrition label on a package, you will see under carbohydrates, there will be a line specifically that says added sugars, and it'll give you the gram amount. And that is very helpful with knowing what, how much is being added. So if it's something like fruits, uh, yams, things like that, we're not talking about natural sugars that are found in these foods. Those really aren't a concern because in their natural form, they have fiber with them. So they are digestible. There are vitamins and minerals in that food. So it's we're not really worried about those. This is just purely about added sugar. That could be cane sugar, some other names for it are brown rice syrup, corn syrup, uh, what is it, hydrogenated or high fructose corn syrup. And so you see a lot of labels that say no high fructose corn syrup, but they may have other stuff like the cane sugar or different things like that. I'll put a list in the show notes of all the different names for sugar so you can see all the different ways that it could be on your nutrition label, on the food you're eating. Uh, Nutritionally, added sugars are not needed. You don't need them for anything. There's no vitamins or minerals in them. Your body just doesn't, you would survive just fine without added sugar. The reason that it is in all these foods then is it is added for flavor because it helps make it taste better, especially if it's there was the whole era of fat-free foods. Well, what they were doing was making it fat-free, but then adding sweeteners to make it taste good. And the other idea behind it is companies, they want you buying more of their product. So they want to make you eat more. And the studies have been done that show when there's this bliss point is what they call it. It's the satisfaction point where when you eat more, you eat the food, you want more of it because it's this perfect taste. It has literally been developed in a lab by scientists to find the level of sugar versus saltiness versus fat level and add all these chemicals to it to make it taste good. They want you buying more because that helps their company succeed because they're getting more revenue. So unfortunately, they don't care about your health. They care about their profit. Another new thing to know is that with added sugars, uh, if it says no sugar added, that doesn't mean that there's no sweetener at all. A lot of times there is a uh, artificial sweetener or a zero calorie sweetener. So that could be stevia, monk fruit, or two of the more natural artificial sweeteners. But even then with those two, your body doesn't really know the difference. So there are studies showing 
that it can potentially still spike your blood sugar just as much as regular sugar. The only difference are, is that there's zero calories associated with it. So it still can affect your blood sugar and affect your cravings for more sugar. And uh, the last thing I want to note about sugar, bread can act like sugar in your body. Did you know that two pieces of whole wheat bread spikes your blood sugar more than two tablespoons of table sugar, which is insane to me. That is from the book Food, What the Heck Should I Eat? And that is a great book that I recommend if you are new to this, you just want to know more about food. It is written so well to understand. It's not super science-y where you're getting all these crazy words and concepts that are hard to understand. It's written very well. The idea is that flour that bread is made from is pulverized. The grain that it's made from is pulverized down to so finely of a flour, like think about if you were to put your hand in flour, it's so soft and very, very tiny, tiny granules that when your body digests that, it's similar. It's just like sugar to it because of how fine it is and how quickly it digests. So it'll spike your blood sugar really quickly. So that is why bread, whether it is whole wheat, gluten-free, all natural, quote unquote, organic, it all can have the same effect on your blood sugar. So it's something where you just want to be aware and you want to minimize the amount of bread. So if you're eating bread at three meals a day, that's potentially spiking your blood sugar a ton. So those are kind of the basics of added sugars. Now let's talk about what, let's go deeper into how sugar affects your health. Sugar spikes your blood sugar, obviously, uh, you know that. It, if it's eaten alone versus with fiber, and that is like a vegetable, a fruit, something that'll help it, that slows down the digestion so it won't spike your blood sugar as much. So let's say you're eating a dinner and you have a pasta sauce you love, but there's sugar in it. And you want to, but you don't want to, but you're not sure if it's going to be good for you or not. Well, if you have a bunch of vegetables added to that, you have, you're doing it over spaghetti squash, let's say. So another added fiber, you should not, I wouldn't be so concerned about that added sugar in the pasta sauce because you have all that fiber loaded into the pasta that you're making. Now, if you were just eating plain noodles with the pasta sauce, no protein, no vegetables added, then it's like the concern would be of the blood sugar, your blood sugar being spiked from not only the sugar in the pasta sauce, but also the pasta itself. And so that's where you can start to pay attention to, am I eating this with fiber? Should I be concerned? Another one is if you're eating post-workout, you don't have to be as concerned. And if you are doing high intensity workouts like CrossFit and you are doing it regularly and you're going super hard, you are going to want to have a more starchier carb, not necessarily sugar, but it could have sugar in it because your body's going to use that better to replace your glycogen, that energy store in your body from that workout you just completed. So that is the best time to eat if you really want to have a big meal with a bunch of bread or a sugary treat, the best time to have it uh, would be after a tough workout to have your body use it the best it can. So other things with the blood sugar piece, it can eventually lead to by diabetes and insulin, insulin resistance, 
which is just from that chronically elevated blood sugar over time. And that's one big problem with the all the added sugar in our packaged and processed foods these days is it's leading to the higher incidence of diabetes and hypertension and all these issues because of what's in our food. Sugar also causes inflammation. So if you are experiencing joint pain, you're recovering from an injury, you're sick, um, you just don't feel well overall, you have low energy, sugar can be causing all of that too from the inflammation that it's causing, especially if you're consuming a lot of it or even if you're consuming a lot of packaged and processed foods that have sugar in it. That's one thing if you don't know, maybe you're thinking, I don't eat sugar, but you're having a cereal that has added sugar or granola, you're having yogurt with added sugar, you're having a sauce or salad dressing with added sugar, you're having all these things throughout the day that you're not aware that have added sugar in them. So that's why this is so important to review and learn. Sugar can also be addictive. There are people that will try to argue that sugar is not addictive, that it is the combination of salt, fat, and sugar. I argue, and there are studies that argue that it is not true, that sugar can be addictive. And I like to call it the socially acceptable drug or addiction um, because you're kind of a crazy person if you decide to limit sugar or remove sugar from your diet. And it's socially acceptable to go get a pint of ice cream when you're feeling bad um, or always drink soda with all of your meals. And part of this, this addiction to it is the way it works in your brain is when you have the sugar, it releases that good feeling. It's that hit of dopamine, the good feeling in your brain. And eventually the same level of sweetness will not provide the same feeling of reward the same good feeling and the reward center in your brain. So you will start to need more sweetness, more sugar to get that same feeling. So it's anything similar to a drug or an alcohol where over time you need more and more and more to get that same feeling in your brain and in your body. And it is the same thing with sugar. Over time, you need more and more and more to get that same hit. And that is where the addiction can come from where now instead of eating one cookie and feeling satisfied you are feeling you are eating a whole package of cookies and still not feeling satisfied or still not feeling that same good feeling that you felt before not necessarily feeling satisfied as in full of course with any addiction there's usually a psychological emotional and other things involved but just know that is a piece of it that even if you're not addicted to sugar your body over time will want more sweetness. And this is why I think with children and adults who say they don't like vegetables is because they're so used to eating foods with added sugar. So then you go to try to have vegetables, even if they have uh, olive oil on them, seasoning, they don't like the taste of it because they're used to eating such sweet foods. So if you are experiencing this, know that you may need to start reducing the amount of sugar and over time things will start to taste better that maybe have zero sugar or less sugar. And it is possible because I have been there. There was a time where I was eating all the processed foods, all the things, you know, the freezer was stocked with lean cuisines and I thought that was my healthy lunch. And little did I know I was consuming so much added sugar that when I would go to try to have, you know, coffee 
with just a little bit of milk, it wouldn't taste good because there was no sugar in it. There's no sweetness. And same thing with the vegetables and having and quote unquote, like a true healthy meal. It just wouldn't taste as good because there's no sugar. Over time, I worked to reduce the sugar and the amount of food that I'm eating. And now I can have coffee without sugar and it doesn't taste uh, bad to me. And I can eat vegetables and all those things and it tastes good to me. And this is why too, after a holiday or a vacation, it can feel so hard to get back on track because you ate all this yummy food, especially during the holidays, eating Christmas cookies and candies and sweet drinks and all those yummy things that I'm also indulging in too. It can feel hard to then have to be like, okay, I know I need fiber. I know my body needs some vegetables, but vegetables taste gross right now. And part of that is the sugars that your body is still craving. So you may have to go through a period where you just start to slowly reduce the sugar and just get yourself to eat vegetables. If you're eating zero, maybe one meal a day and then slowly increase to two meals a day. You can do it. I know you can. And the last piece is that sugar is, I mentioned this already, but it's empty calories. There are no vitamins or minerals in these added sugars. They're not nutritionally needed. You don't need them. So you can kind of compare it to alcohol. They're empty calories. Your body doesn't need them. And so rightfully so, you should get angry when a company adds sugars because they're just adding calories to their product that you don't necessarily need. And the other one, I don't want to forget to mention too, with the no sugar added, artificial sweeteners, especially ones like erythritol, xylitol, um, aspartame, I always say it wrong, aspartamine, (laughs) you know which one I'm talking about. A lot of those artificial sweeteners can cause digestive symptoms. So you may get, maybe you eat a product that like a protein bar that has an artificial sweetener and then afterwards you feel bloating, you're gassy, you may even get stomach pains. Pay attention to that because that could be those artificial sweeteners. So not only can those spike your blood sugar like regular sugar, it can also cause digestive issues in your stomach. So I definitely recommend trying to stick to stevia and monk fruit for artificial sweeteners and even then limiting the amount of artificial sweeteners that you are consuming. And I'm not saying to never consume sugar. I think there can be a lot of like I love having birthday cakes, celebrating birthdays, celebrating um, all sorts of things, celebrating holidays. I mean, what would holidays be without Christmas cookies and baking them? And I'm getting so excited to bake cookies this week with my toddler, even though it'll probably be a chaotic mess. But I try not to have sugar throughout the rest of the week. I try to keep it to that 80-20-90-10 rule. And you can too. You can still have sugar and live a healthy life. Enjoy what you're doing. So here are the ways to, three ways to limit added sugar. The first one, the biggest one, read the labels that you're looking at. They make it super simple now with that added sugar line. So you can easily compare products. If you're at the store shopping for a cereal for your kiddo, let's say, you can easily read the labels, see which one has the lowest amount of added sugar. And you can also see what when it says no added sugar, you can then read to see what kind of like artificial sweetener is in there if there is none. And part of reading labels is just starting to learn and educate yourself 
to what foods have added sugar because you might be as shocked as I was when I started. I think ketchup is the biggest offender. True made foods is my favorite. They make a no sugar added and there is not even artificial sweetener. It's sweetened with fruits and vegetables. I think it tastes delicious and tastes like regular ketchup. And my kids love it too. Pasta sauce, salad dressings, granola and cereal are huge ones. Those are usually loaded with sugars, even the quote unquote healthy ones. You'd probably be surprised to compare added sugar levels in like, let's say something like Fruity Pebbles to something like Special K, which is supposed to be healthier. And another thing is to, the next part is to start lowering and limiting sugar, especially in recipes that you are making. So sometimes the recipe you're making it will call to add, especially uh, dinners and meals will maybe will call for you to add brown sugar or some sort of sugar to it. Usually you can eliminate the sugar and the recipe tastes just fine. I do this all the time. Generally, if it says sugar in the recipe, I omit it completely. I don't add it. I see no need for it. It still tastes amazing without it. The only time you would maybe need to keep the sugar is if it's a recipe with a sauce where the sugar acts as a thickener. So maybe like a sweet and sour sauce, um, an orange chicken. Usually these are Asian type dishes or like a Hawaiian chicken. You might need the sugar to actually get the thicker sauce. But then those are recipes that maybe you only make once every so often and it's not a regular occurrence. And same thing, surprisingly enough, with baking, a lot of times, depending on the recipe, you can lower the amount of sugar and it still tastes good. I do that a lot too. If it calls for three quarters of a cup of sugar, I'll test it out by lowering it to half a cup of sugar. Sometimes if there's multiple types of sugar, you can kind of uh, experiment and lower the sugar totally. It just depends on what type of uh, baked good you are making and whether or not it'll affect the consistency of it. And then the third tip is to start buying products without sugar or with low sugar. There are great products out there. My favorite pasta sauce, for example, is Mira Glen. They don't add sugar to any of their pasta sauces, so I love theirs. Like I mentioned before, the True Made Foods ketchup that I like, they also make um, a barbecue sauce and I think a hot sauce, but my husband didn't like the hot sauce very much. I didn't try it though. And just starting to look, there are many choices without sugar. It's kind of called voting with your dollars. So the, that's why we see this uptick in more organic, more natural, less chemical added foods on the shelves where you'll have Cheetos and then natural Cheetos because they took out all the chemicals. And that's because people were kind of demanding it and voting with their dollars. And so these companies are having to adjust. So you start if everyone starts purchasing the products that don't have sugar in it, then eventually the companies that do have sugar will be forced to make versions without sugar. And it obviously won't happen immediately, but over time, and that's why we're seeing this trend right now with the more natural, less chemical added foods. So do some research. If you need suggestions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's at Kristen G. Faust. I have tons of suggestions for products without sugar or low sugar or better alternatives. If so, if you're stuck on one that you're trying to replace, let me know and I will send you my suggestions. And so that's it. Those are your three ways to limit added sugar. Real simple. 
won't take a lot of time reading labels, start lowering and limiting sugar in your recipes, and start buying products without sugar or with low sugar. And over time, you will be decreasing your total amount of sugar consumed in a day, and you will start to see, you should start to see a better overall health impacts, especially if you are experiencing things like joint pain, inflammation. This can be a huge, an easy step to make a huge difference. This went along with your Monday magic challenge this week or your Monday magic goal of limiting at paying attention to your added sugars. And so the next step would be to start limiting your added sugars. So if you already did that and you're paying attention this week to your added sugars, the next step would be to take these three ways to limit them. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you found this helpful, please, please, please leave me a written review. I would love to know your biggest takeaway. DM me on Instagram. It's at Kristen G. Faust. And tell me what your favorite product is that you love that is low sugar or your best swap you found so far. And I would love it if you have one mom in mind that you are thinking of listening to this episode, if you could send this to her, share it with another mom, change her life, help her take control of her nutrition, learn to finally love who she sees in the mirror and create this community of moms where we uplift and support each other in all of our decisions, no matter how different they are. And I will see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me.